Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio, and this is Indie Focus. This is the show where we sit down with someone who is working or has worked in independent wrestling, and we learn more about them. Hashtag support indie wrestling. And today, we're here with Prince Adam. How you doing, man? I am amazing. <laughs> really good. Really <laughs> That's what good. I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes this day amazing? Uh, I, I've done nothing today. <laughs> I am... <laughs> I have not moved. I have been here watching wrestling, you know, just a nice little cold drink next to me, and I'm I'm doing good, you know. That's the best kind of day. Oh, best yeah. kind of day. What have you been watching today? And, and you watching modern stuff, or are you watching old stuff? Man, I, I, right now, I am watching the old school WCW stuff, man. That's like what I grew the, up with, dude. Yeah, like the, um, what you call like the old war games, and, you know. All that stuff. I'm I'm just obsessed with it right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into that more, I'm sure, um, because I definitely I love old WCW stuff as well. So we'll we'll talk more about that. We were talking a little bit before we started, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you said you're a, a really big wrestling nerd, so I'm excited to talk about some wrestling history with you. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, I hope I don't put my foot in my mouth. And you're sort of like, <laughs> yeah, so when George Hackenschmidt beat the whole thing, so I'm like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're good, man. You're good. So before we get into the wrestling stuff, tell me a little bit about you. What what else are you interested in? What do you do? Uh, well, uh, I've always, I'm, I mean, I'm a deeply creative person, as pretentious as that sounds. You know, I um, have a guitar right next to me. I'd be the right jam or learn some songs. Uh, I have a paint set. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just artistic. I like to create things. Yeah. I'm usually doing that all day, especially during the the pandemic and the quarantine. I've just had to, like, yeah, you know, create and get my mind right with this whole thing. So, yeah, always creating you. stuff, man. <laughs> Do you have any uh, videos or perhaps any music that we can listen to? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something no. you share, huh? No, I mean, okay. So when I was a teenager, I wasn't like a lot of really bad garage bands you know? yeah yeah and uh we had like a few gigs either so someplace at a dive bar downtown yeah or i would uh if it wasn't in a band i would go downtown uh down 36th street and just play on the street and bus and you know just be a part of that subculture yeah uh, but uh yeah no music released anywhere i hope not probably like a youtube video but Luckily, that's buried. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you find that, I need to see it. Oh, man, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, I was a teenager full of, you know, rebellion and, you know, yeah. thinking he was better than what he was, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I I play the drums. Oh, nice. I, I don't play the drums well, but I do play the drums. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I was also in a band when I was in high school and uh, didn't didn't last very long, but it was a lot of fun when we were doing it. Yeah, man. I mean, drums, honestly, drums and bass are like my favorite like, yeah. instruments. And I play the guitar, but, you know, even when yeah. I play guitar, I'm always very much the rhythm guy, you know? Like, I've I got gotcha. I, I love all kinds of music. So, like, the funk and all that stuff, I'm very influenced by that. So, yeah. Is that the kind of music you play? No. <laughs> no, I, um, Oh man, what kind of music do I play? I I probably play if I was to narrow it down in a style like sh shoegaze. Yeah. Um like lo-fi um heavy metal. <laughs> lo-fi heavy metal. Lo-fi heavy metal. Yeah, cuz <laughs> if you if you took the Deftones and mixed it with uh I don't know, Depeche Mode and you know, kind of take all the extremes of that put it together i really try to make that sound with my guitar also you know I, yeah. I have to hear it dude like i have to i mean i i got it right here i don't know if you can <laughs> pick it up but you know <laughs> but, i tell you what we've never had live music on this really? and if you want to give it a shot we'll do it and if it doesn't work i'm the editor and i can just edit it out really okay hold on give me one hold on let me just right, roll. Let's do this it's amazing i've uh Hopefully I don't suck. Hold on. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you feel like you do, no matter how great I say you are, right. I can still edit it. No problem. <laughs> uh, can you hear it right now? Can you? Yeah. 
You can hear it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me see. That sounds good, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Just joshing. All right, let me see. Let me uh, just mess around here. Huh? like that that's good stuff dude that's good stuff i'm, I'm digging it really nervous so, I don't... <laughs> so what we're gonna do is in the future when we're doing this trivia contest and yeah. it's gonna be on youtube i want you to log on with your guitar okay and then uh you maybe you can play some play some music for us then that sounds hey, cool that sounds awesome man i can do that's that. good stuff <laughs> that's good stuff so let's let's talk about some wrestling yeah man let's some do wrestling Good old wrestling business. <laughs> yeah. So I know you obviously, the answer is yes, uh, but let's go into it a little bit deeper. Did you watch a lot of wrestling go growing up? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I think the earliest memories I have are of Jurassic Park and the Attitude Era. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. I just, just specifically, if I go back and try to pinpoint the exact moment where I started watching wrestling. I mean, the kind of an amalgamation of things, but specifically, I remember like crawling up in my dad's lap and sitting with him and watching Cactus Jack beat up Hunter Hearst Helmsley on Raw. Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is like all those action movies that my dad watches. And yeah. this is like live. So I love it. <laughs> and the next week, I just bought. Like my family bought me a bunch of like wrestlers and like a ring, like, you know, those play rings that you have for your dolls and stuff. Oh, dude, I still yeah. have one. Like, I don't know where it is, but it's packed up somewhere. Man, I wish I still had mine. I destroyed them all. <laughs> I was the one. Of oh, the... really? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was the kid that was just real clumsy with his toys. So like I would step yeah. on it and I'd be like, oh, no, I broke it, you know. <laughs> so my cousin, uh, who also co-hosts uh, this podcast with me. He would always like mark on his wrestlers, and like if they had blood on them, he would mark them with marker. And I'm like, no, that destroys them. They have to remain perfect. That's so we so were very, very different with playing with our with our toys. That is amazing. I had a, a Jeff Hardy figure, who like his hair didn't match the hair that he had on TV at the time, so I took a sharpie uh -huh. and I and I like colored his hair on the doll to match his hair. That was on. That's awesome. Time. Yeah, so I, I totally understand. <laughs> they did all kinds of wackadoodle stuff. So my cousin and my brother, who is the other person that I do this podcast with, they would mm. like burn the toys. Like they'd put them in like inferno matches, and they would like oh put a match God. on them and stuff. And I'm like, what do you guys don't do that to mine? Like, Amazing. <laughs> That's so. That's crazy, man. They did all kinds of all kinds of nutty stuff. Um, so were you? You mentioned the Attitude Era, but before we started recording, you also mentioned WCW. Did yeah. you have a preference? Are you a WCW kid or a WWF kid? So I might catch flack for saying this, but uh, I was WWF to the core. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch, and I was. I mean, I was a young, young kid, so like any WCW reference kind of went over my head because yeah. I mean, I. It wasn't my house. I wasn't paying rent, so I didn't have the remote, right? <laughs> so right. my dad would just put on WWF, and I just that's all I knew about wrestling. Um, yeah. It wasn't until I, I think Ready to Rumble came out, and it was on TBS, and they showed it on TBS. Yes. I, where my dad put it on, and I'm like, hey, they're wrestlers too. And I <laughs> kind of recognize Goldberg, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um and that's when I started figuring out about WCW and that and there's other wrestling places and stuff. And then, like, as we all know, soon after that, um, WCW got bought out. So, yeah, ready to rumble with uh, special guest star John Cena. Did you know he was in that movie? Uh, yeah, he was he was lifting weights in the background yeah. when uh, Jimmy King goes and tries to get Goldberg. <laughs> that's the worst best movie it's like one of those movies where i watch it and i know how miserably bad it is i can quote it for days man i love I it love it it's so good <laughs> yeah even now when i'm like 
and like training and stuff and we're running and doing cool little stuff i'm like all right page your hip toss baby <laughs> 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 Oh I my love God. even like me and my brothers. So my brothers, they're not the biggest wrestling fans. Like I have four brothers. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Big Mexican family over here. <laughs> but some of them don't really watch wrestling, but a few of them do watch it as much as I do. And even now when I see them, I'm like, Sal Mandini, you want to wrestle? And, we, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're all messing with each other. And stuff. Uh, so you got you, you have now you have five brothers or you, there's, you're part of five brothers. I'm you have part, five yeah, I'm part of five. I'm the okay. second eldest. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. And so you're obviously the biggest in the wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember growing up, it was me and my older brother just like really loved it. But I was the one that like watched it every single week. I yeah. even remember watching like Jacked. I think that was the show that was on Saturday. Yes, yeah. I remember that. And then when Sunday Night Heat came out, I watch Sunday Night Heat and then Velocity. And like Velocity. And, yeah, yeah, I love all. I loved it all, man. That's awesome. I think that stuff like Velocity, I loved watching it because you got to see people that you generally didn't get to see. Yeah, for sure. And they were given time. Yeah, I, I, I specifically remember when Daniel Bryan and – or he was Bryan Danielson at the time. And yeah. John Cena had a match on Velocity. And really? I, they did, yeah. And if you go back and wow. rewatch their uh, 2013 SummerSlam, they yeah. do a lot of stuff that they did in that Velocity match. It's that's really cool. Yeah, I didn't it's know a that. really cool nugget. Just yeah, Mwah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so you are we're a WWF kid. Yeah. Who are some of your favorites growing up? <laughs> I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but the, okay. the first wrestler that I really was like obsessed with was Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so not I, what I was expecting to hear. I, yeah, I know. Nobody <laughs> expects that, right? But I remember specifically whenever the saxophone would hit, I would run to the bathroom. I would grab a towel, run back, <laughs> wrap it around my waist. And by the time the hello ladies dropped, I was doing the, the gimmick, you know? I was like, how, how old were you at this time? <laughs> I was like 90, what, 7, 98? So I was five, six at the time. I was That's like, the absolute best. Yeah, man. I was like, he's like, he's a ladies man. And little me, I didn't understand the, the gimmick, you know? Right. I thought the ladies love him. So uh-huh. he's got to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, oh my gosh, that's that amazing! That didn't last too long, and then I think I saw Kane, and then I was all about Kane and the yeah. Undertaker. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what? What part of you like? Or were you watching a specific time? Did you go to a live show? What lit the fire where you said, "I absolutely have to do this"? Oh man, so I haven't I haven't gone to a live like Fed per like show um since the attitude era like wow yeah and i think it wasn't i don't even think it was like a raw i think it was like a house show the rock was on at stone cold like we saw china and triple h driving down congress you know like i remember i looking out the window being like those are them those are them my dad even like marked out and it was like you know but the one show that um that made me want to do this was uh a local show called Anarchy Championship Wrestling here in Austin. Yeah. And I saw that show in 2014. I think I, I was just a, a little bit lost, so to say, in my life. Um, yeah. And didn't really have much direction. And my uh, girlfriend at the time said, hey, I know you love wrestling. Let's go to this indie show that I found and let's just check it out. Let's put a smile back on your face, you know? So yeah. We went and... Uh, I, this show just blew me away, you know, like most of them. I saw uh, Isaiah James on there. Um, a lot of the people that I call friends now were on that show. Yeah. Um, even like my mentor and like my head, my, my trainer, you know, um, yeah. ACH uh, wrestled Masada in the main event. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like, this, this is, I have to do this. And specifically I saw this cat named Jojo Bravo, um, Jazzy J serious now. Uh, okay. I saw him in his match and Ricky Starks shout out Ricky. Yeah. Um, he had just come back from like 
somewhere. He'd come back from somewhere. It was his first Anarchy show back, and people were obviously excited to see him. And there was a triple threat with him, Jojo Bravo, and Davey Vega. Uh, and by the end of that match, nobody was chanting for Ricky anymore. They were all behind Jojo. And Jojo yeah. is like my height. And it's kind of like a joke here. We're like clones. Like we kind of move the same and yeah. talk the same. You know, it's just one of those things. We're just two short guys that love wrestling, right? So, yep. But I, I remember being so empowered by that, seeing his performance and just doing the incredible stuff that he was doing. And I was like, man, I want to feel that. And if he can do that, I can do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took me like almost close to three years later to get in the ring. But wow, I had I wanted to graduate college first, and uh, I gotcha. It's understandable. What, yeah. Do you mind if I ask what your degree is in? Acting. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm an actor. That's actually kind of perfect for professional yeah. wrestling. Well, I mean, I just that that show never left my mind, you know. Yeah. And like I I messaged Anarchy, like they had a website, so I messaged them asking, "Hey, is there any way that I can like get a foot in the door, like help set up?" for a show or do you have like a school that I can go to? I really want to do it. And they never messaged me back. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well um, I'm about to leave for college. So I'll just, um, I'll just do this for yeah. now. You know, I guess it just wasn't in the cards, but yeah, that the, the energy and, and like my love for wrestling just never left, you know, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So I remember it was like the second to last semester of my college and um i just i was barely turning in any homework you know i just like i'm not even learning my scripts that i have to learn anymore i just yeah. i had no passion for it and we were gearing up for like uh, a performance for agents and i just my heart wasn't in it and i again i was I was with my girlfriend at the time that took me to the show and she's like why don't you just try it out again and i'm like you know what yeah yeah, I am going to I'm going to I'm going to try to be a, become a pro wrestler. That's crazy, yeah. but you know, I moved out of my hometown to try to become an actor and not that I made a lot of money doing it, but I did it, you know. So, yeah. if I can do that, I can I could put my heart to pro wrestling, you know. That's super cool. Now, do you do any acting now at all or maybe any voice acting? Um, no. <laughs> And uh, it's so funny you say that because I like just this week I kind of went on backstage, which is like a big casting call uh, website that you can go yeah. see where like all the auditions are. Yeah, I, you know I just skimmed it. I was like, you know, let me let me just see if there's anything because uh, when I was uh, when I was acting, I was very much thug number two. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> or, uh, right. Drug dealer. This and. <laughs> And yeah, are, are you are, saying they were top casting you? They were top casting me a lot, man. But you know, like, <laughs> and this is gonna—I don't want to sound too pretentious and artsy, yeah. but um, like my favorite um, performances that I had personally are with Shakespeare. Yeah, um, yeah, and I—I I love the way he wrote and just the attitude behind everything, which is like if this. I need to make a word, so I'm just that's a word now, and exactly that, that fits. So if you have a problem with that, tough, <laughs> you're gonna buy a ticket anyway. So, <laughs> so that always resonated with me. So like, I love I love Shakespeare. What's your favorite Shakespeare play? Uh, As you like it. Okay, I don't yeah. think I've heard of that one. I'm like admittedly it. not a big Shakespeare ones, but uh, it's really good. Yeah. There's a there's a movie um, that they made. I want to say like 20 years ago. Pretty good. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I love uh, Caesar, Julius Caesar. So. Okay, that one I know. That's my favorite. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So I love. Have you actually acted in Shakespearean plays? Yeah, that that last one, uh, as you like it. I, okay. Uh, that's the one I uh, I did for uh, for my school. That's my kind of like last big performance. And that's then, super uh, cool, man. And I had a, a chance to go audition for like uh, Shakespeare in the Park they had in Dallas. But, yes. Uh, I decided to move back to Austin. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Become a wrestler gotcha. now, you know. So, so you, uh, Mr. Chicano Kaiju. Oh yeah. <laughs> or I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. The biggest Mexican in the world. <laughs> Is that right? That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Uh, the biggest Mexican you've 
ever seen. The biggest Mexican you've ever seen. Your words, not mine. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, also, Lil Evil is a Shakespearean actor. And I just, I mean, this was not what I was expecting, and I absolutely love it, man. It is terrific. Awesome, man. I, I mean, it's, uh, I never want to be, you know, put in a box, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just dig what I dig, you know. That's really cool, dude. Yeah. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Let's get back on track and talk a little bit about wrestling. Of so where did you actually train? You said you were you wanted to get back into it and in, was it 2017? Uh yeah, early 2017 is when I finally okay. uh decided to jump in it. And uh I looked at schools like I was living in Dallas, so like and this is all I feel like it's fate or something bigger than us because yeah. I typed in wrestling schools. I was living there. Nothing came up in my Google search which is not the case like at all for Dallas because Dallas is kind of like where most of the wrestling is in Texas, I feel like. Right. Um, but when I moved back to Austin, I saved up a little bit of money. Then I decided just to Google it one more time and uh, decided I, you know, I, there's no way I was going to afford Booker T school on my salary, you know? Yeah. And I've been catching row like every weekend since I decided to make that journey. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I gave it one last shot and, uh, America's Academy of pro wrestling popped up and it yeah, was like, them. yeah, it was a hop and a skip away from where I live at. So I was like, that is amazing. They must've just, you know, started. But when I looked at their history page and all that stuff, they've been in Austin for like 20 something years. And again, like they had nothing popped up when I lived in Dallas, nothing popped up way back when, when I wanted to, you know, uh, join the first time. And so yeah. I just thought it was strange, you know? So, but yeah, I trained at America's Academy of Pro Wrestling. And who were your trainers? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to bury anybody or the school or anything, <laughs> but, uh, I, I will always credit, um, George Della Isla, uh, Mr. Mexico. Uh, okay. God bless his, God bless his heart. Uh, Older gentleman, he's been he was at the time in the business fifty plus years, I want to say. Yeah. So he was kind of he like he was blind in one eye, he was kind of deaf, um, you know. So he would kind of enlist the help of his senior students. Yeah. And um, God bless them. They weren't the best teachers, <laughs> um, you know. Um, but sooner uh, rather than later, uh, Steve O'Reno decided to come back to the school. Um, he's a, a, a journeyman here in Texas that's been doing it okay. for like 12 years. Booker T trained, um, trained at AAPW, Paul London, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy, he knows his stuff, man. And he, he came back to the school full time. And, uh, and that's when I first started feeling comfortable with like a teacher, you know, that wasn't yeah. uh, George. Cause when George was good on good days with George, he was coherent yeah. and there's no better trainer, you know, like he could teach you the basics front, back, left, right, you know, really well. And then yeah. cherry on top, Steve O'Reno, who's a younger cat, obviously and, um, is working and a part of the business now, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that they, both of them helped me out uh, a lot during my like formative training uh months yeah and uh years and then i got uh, linked up with uh ach because we're just a whole bunch of wrestling nerds and uh, yeah he became like a, a mentor and a trainer and that's I awesome would, yeah so i would credit those three as uh my biggest trainers yeah now any indie wrestling fan is going to know who ACH is, but for casual fans, ACH is Jordan Devlin from NXT. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, ACH to me, and, and maybe I'm wrong, you tell me if I'm wrong, because yeah. I think a lot of people assume you go on WWE and that's just your biggest name, but the name ACH carries so much more to me than the name Jordan Devlin does. But yeah. uh, I feel like casual fans would have no clue who ACH is He's, and um, we'll probably know Jordan Devlin. He is a pioneer, man. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And uh, it, going back to like when I first wanted to start wrestling, I would look when I, I would Google wrestling, wrestling, wrestling in Austin. He was everywhere, you know, like he, yeah. I think he had just signed with ring of honor. 
Um, yeah. Like 2014, around that time, you know? That's and, where I know him from. Yeah. And if you go back and rewatch some of the, like his older stuff, man, I don't want to make him sound old. He'll hate that. But, you know, it's like <laughs> he's, man, some of the stuff him and AR Fox were doing, like in 2012, uh-huh. man, is like the foundation of everything that is hot right now. You oh, know? yeah. And I, not just because he's my friend and, you know, mentor or whatever, but I really think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, you know? Yeah. And is like when he's on and just ready to go and he's passionate about what he's doing and firing on all cylinders, man, there's hardly anybody better than that. Yeah, man. He's, he's incredible. I actually got to watch. So I, I did a little bit of research and I watched some of your matches on YouTube and I watched a good portion of this like thirty minute match, which thirty minute video. I think the yeah. match is like twenty four minutes. Yeah. of you and him, and it's it's just nuts. It was one spot where like he did some sort of suplex. And I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. It was like a tasplex that he threw you into the corner, <laughs> and the person filming is like, "Is he okay?" And someone else is like, "Yeah, his legs are moving. He's fine." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh that my god!" Like, that was actually Jay Sirius <laughs> in the background. <laughs> he. I think him and, uh, if I remember correctly, Miranda Alice. Miranda. I know it was a female, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, someone. And I only know it because Vert was actually recording and she told me about it. But um, yeah, when he threw me, when he, yeah, he gave me a Tazplex in the corner, and I hit hard and I came down hard. It, you know, it looked like I got knocked out. You know. Yeah. So yeah, in the video, you totally hear like. You hear Jazzy J being like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like everyone, everybody was like, oh. and then you hear, oh, wait, his leg is moving. He's OK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's fine. He's OK. So why don't you uh, everyone just assumes you're OK. Tell me how that felt. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> I bet it did. Brother, that whole match hurt. <laughs> oh, I, my I didn't know I was going to have that match until like a week, maybe a week and a half out. And I was, yeah. this was January, so I was on vacation <laughs> in Florida. Yeah. I was, you know, drinking it up. I was eating whatever I wanted. You know, I was like, it's the winter time. There's not yeah. that many shows happening, you know, so let me just slack off on what I'm slacking off on. <laughs> and he kicked your butt. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, I get a text message. Hey, you got ACH coming up. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> out one hour on like the stairmaster every day till that point you know just to <laughs> train it because i'm not gonna look good but you know i'll yeah. get my wind and i can hang you know hopefully so <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> it was a fun match so do you have any specific like rituals or anything you do before a match actually starts uh yeah yeah actually i'm trying let me see do i want to share yeah i'll share it i'll share it i don't care all right I call I call my mom. Okay. And I she doesn't pick up. I call my dad. Um and usually one of them will always pick up, so I don't really worry about it. But uh Yeah. And my culture, Mexican culture, um either before you go on big trips or something big happens, you get blessed. Um okay. so I call them to bless me and they bless me. Um and if by the, some chance that they don't pick up or I just don't have my phone on me. I bless myself, you know, I say yeah. a prayer. Um, and then after all that, all that's done, I G up, man. So like I strut around in the back. I pour a little bit of water on my head. Um, I don't want to cuss, but you know, like I, I call myself the baddest dude and you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I'm the dude, I'm, this is me. This is what I'm born to do. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna kill it. You know, and I'm talking to myself, I'm G up. Yeah. Around that time, my music starts playing, and then I wait a little bit before I really start to feel it, and then I I jump out the curtain, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So tell me, like, when you say they bless you, would they bless you? Is that like a Christian prayer type thing, yeah, or is that yeah, something Catholic, else? Catholic prayer, you know. Whatever, okay. You know, something, something. You know, just, just that's cool, man. Good match. Be safe, you know. Yeah, my dad's a Protestant minister, so <clears throat> I, uh, I I get it. I totally get it. That's super cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. I wish I was more religious, but you know, <laughs> you're good. Growing up, uh, growing up Catholic, man, you know, it's hard to get those roots out of you. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So, I want you to go back and think of the time of your very first match. 
And then I want the first match in front of a crowd. That's very important. Uh, And I want you to tell me how it went. Ugh. (laughs) That's always what I get. They're like, it was terrible. And I'm like, it's your first match. What do you expect? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're not going to be Shawn Michaels out there. I don't even know Shawn Michaels or Shawn Michaels in his first match, right? So, um, man, so I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to have my first proper bell to bell one two three sanctioned match with my friends um yeah with uh people that are you know my brother's in team super academia right now um yeah cody lane ethan price uh mark champion uh we were in a tag match so it was me mark versus cody and ethan um <laughs> you know i had no idea like what's supposed to happen in a wrestling match, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like they just told me, okay, what do you think would be cool? And I'm like, well, I think it'd be cool if I jump up and gave you a DDT. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. okay, well, let's do like three of those <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, let's run a lot. And that's basically what it was like. It was like 25 minutes. <laughs> Uh, oh wow yeah first match first match it just wow running and doing all this stupid crazy stuff and you know like i said it was i was fortunate to have it with my friends and thinking i was billy you know bad but like i had i had a good match i'm a good wrestler and then (laughs) immediately next show be humbled and be like oh wait this this is what happens usually yeah so no I, i had a lot of fun my first match man I got gotcha. you. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, what about your favorite match? What's the What's your absolute favorite match you've ever had, and why was it your favorite? Ooh, dead air, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, my I know it's absolute, probably hard to say. I well, I, we already kind of talked about it, but I would say my absolute favorite match is the ACH match. Um, it's a banger, man. Je- thank you so much. Um, just because, I mean, people see the match and, you know, at at, at that point, people kind of knew that, you know, ACH is a good friend of mine. And, yeah. um, you know, see the, that student teacher mentality, but that's not really like the full story behind that match. Yeah. And it, it really is like a, a five year journey in life. And that that match is kind of like the the cherry on top, you know. Yeah. And nothing nothing was the same after that match. And I'm not saying that like that match was my coming out party. It was like, oh, this guy can go or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I honestly don't see it like that. But just like I felt like a wrestler, and yeah. I felt like I earned this, and like I had sacrificed so much to get to that point um personal relationships health stuff mentally health stuff you know like yeah to get there at that sh- that um specific show which it was their their biggest show of the year um and wrestle not only my friend but a personal hero of mine yeah one of the people that it really saved my life um, by reigniting that wrestling passion in me at that first show I saw to get there. It's just like, it, oof, it, words can't even describe how amazing it was. And then he put me over at the end and yeah, man, it it's amazing. It's That's what this wrestling business I feel like is built on and for, you know? Yeah. And I, I was fortunate enough to experience that so young in my career. That's really awesome. And I will tell you, because I I don't know you, obviously, um, I was really surprised to see that you had won that match because mm-hmm. I'm watching it and I saw you go over and I'm like, mm-hmm. holy smokes. Like, I, I was not expecting that at all. Me too. Um, <laughs> and I, I saw, I didn't get a chance because I watched, I watched this match before we started the interview. So I did it mm-hmm. just like an hour ago at this point mm-hmm. and I saw that he was cutting a promo afterwards and I don't know exactly what that was about. So I'm going to go watch it after we're done here. Um, but would you like to share what he said? Um, verbatim? I can't remember because my ears were like ringing and my heart's the right. going and I'm like, well, I'm getting this, 
this treatment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't deserve this at all, you know. Um, yeah. But he was basically saying that uh, he had just came back from the Indies, right? Uh, to yeah. the Indies. Uh, and he doesn't want to take up anybody's spot, you know. Guys yeah. like like me, he said. Not that I personally think this at all, but, you know, guys like me that are grinding out and performing for Texas fans and Texas wrestling that truly love this business and the scene um, need to be brought up too, you know? And um, yeah, he looked at me, and not that I call myself this at all, because I think it's all honestly kind of goofy and a rib, but <laughs> he looked at me and said, you're the king now. And he threw the microphone over to me. And yeah, man, just in my name, Prince Adam, you know, just like the influences kind of all drone into one and him yeah. being the mark in me, you know, the king of Texas. And when I started yeah. training with him, I was like, Prince Adam, that's cool, you know. Uh, and then that's for him really to call cool. me, the, yeah, for him to call me the king of Texas, I was like, ha ha, okay, well, now I got to <laughs> cut a promo. And now I actually have to like lose weight and <laughs> learn uh -huh. how to wrestle. <laughs> uh huh. Getting emotional. Yeah, That's awesome, you know dude. what I mean. So, yeah, man, great. it's it's a it's one of those cool moments. And then not for nothing, it, like I said, that journey to come up right there. And you know, I think at the time I was, uh, I like a year, like off, like that girl that showed me the that took me to that show. We got engaged and everything, and then life yeah. happens and the engagement broke off, you know, and yeah. kind of took a tumble there, but just to be in the center of that ring at that venue and just everybody chanting my name at that show, man, it just, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices and stuff works out in the end and you just hope that people understand it and that they're happy, you know, so. Yeah, man. I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. So let's uh, let's talk about the origin of Prince Adam. Where did that name come from? Ooh, a lot of places. <laughs> okay, I am a I am a an amalgamation of all my influences, man. And it just so happens that most of people that I look up to or like are inspired by or draw inspiration from are princes, you know. So like, yeah, wrestling, obviously Prince Devitt, you know. Yeah. Um, big big fan right um and then and other forms of media uh prince vegeta you know like i grew up watching dragon ball z yep that's my favorite dragon ball z character yeah, too bro i'm too, there with you, you. Know? and like as a smaller guy i mean come on like you gotta offer some kind of respect to that guy right he's, right he's shoot like small right and uh um, yeah uh prince obviously uh, the musician, yeah. the artist. Um, mm -hmm. Again, another small cat that is just, rest in peace, one of the baddest musicians ever to do it, right? Absolutely. Artist, right? Um, yeah. And, and I've always been a weird kid, so like I, Beauty and the Beast was my favorite Disney. Okay. Uh, and uh, the Beast's name is Prince Adam. Yeah. Like it just, and my dad, my dad's name is Adam too. So there's a junior thing kind of yeah. happening there. My last name, um, my last name means like royalty. Um, okay. Charismatic leader. And like when the people uh, were rebelling in Mexico or Spain, um, they would appoint a caudillo. And that okay. deal was seen as like the guy that's gonna take everybody and lead them to the future, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of threw all of it in a melting pot, and Prince Adam was born, man. Wow, that's awesome! <laughs> I actually didn't know. So I wouldn't call myself a giant Disney nerd, but I do love Disney. I actually really like the parks more so than anything else, word, word. because I'm you know, hour and a half from the parks mm -hmm. uh, where I live. And uh, I had no idea that the Beast's name was Prince Adam. I'm sure yeah, my wife knew man. it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and the, on the Broadway production, um, you know, how they kind of take the ball and run with it, so to speak. So they yeah. they named the Prince Prince Adam. Um, and I think, 
I believe so. In the new movie, they credit the name. I don't think they say it, but they they have it in the credits, like Prince Adam the Beast or something. That's cool. Like that, yeah. So, are you a big Disney nerd too? Ah, uh, man, I, not as much as I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just grew up watching all that stuff, man. Like Hercules, obviously. Uh huh. That's one of my favorites. Uh, oh, Lion, yeah, Lion King, you know, and all that stuff. Man. It's That's awesome. Big, big, big parts of my childhood. Oh, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. We, we we must be about the same age because we're talking about the same kind of stuff growing up with it. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 26 now. So. Nope, I'm way older than you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> turned 34 a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. 34 is a new 21, brother. Come on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. You better believe it. You better believe it. I'm not old. No way. No way, man. <laughs> So tell me how your characters changed over the years. And I, if I'm looking at your pictures, I'm thinking there's been some pretty big changes. But uh, why don't you go over with go over it with me? Oh man, okay. So the original incarnation of Prince Adam was uh, an outlaw Mad Max type of prince. <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like he was from the wasteland. He had like a one of those Mad Max leather you know, jackets and he was covered in dirt and, um, and then he kind of morphed into, I, I like a dark, like everyone has a spooky thing, right? Everyone, I feel like everyone goes through like a spooky phase, you know, and I'm a big undertaker Mark. So I was like, Uh I can make it work, you know, (laughs) you know? And, um, so I went around and I made, um, I casted and I molded this, like Slipknot mask and I had it and it just looked creepy. You know, I wanted to make it as much like, uh, like the mankind, um, like his original mask from way back in the day, you know, yep. I really mm-hmm. wanted to make it kind of like that. Um, and I mean, the Prince really didn't change his story so much. He just, I was like, Oh, he just got lost in the desert, went crazy. And he came back and he's this, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I had that mask for a minute and I wrestled but I wasn't really I mean I was kind of like everybody else though you know I was there was nothing real like and people will tell me different I think because I, I had a lot of people come up to me and be like man I loved your mask and I was like yeah but it just wasn't you know it's a slipknot mask and it's yeah not, um nothing really is taking me to the next step you know and, right um I was all the boys were at uh albert's house man and you know we're we're hanging out we're watching wrestling we're kicking back and um i just i look at everyone and i'm like i think about doing like a cholo gimmick and then you hear albert go (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) he's like you will get booked everywhere (laughs) and i was like like, you think so you think i all right, let me try it, you know? And I think I had a show, like, that weekend. And uh, I got to give a shout-out to this cat named Mikey13, man. He's an old-school cat here in Austin. Uh, uh-huh. But he kind of, like, planted the seeds with that. And uh, he's like, yeah, just go out and have fun. You don't have to be, you know, your mask gimmick. If you just want to go out there and do what you feel is right, then do it, you know? That's so awesome. I was like, okay, well, I have a flannel, so I – I looked like a cholo and I had a bandana and I went out there Yeah, and the crowd loved me. (laughs) That's awesome. I was like, what? This is okay. Now it's starting to click. You know what I mean? Now I get, I get a little taste of what it's supposed to be rather than going out and hearing crickets. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like fighting an uphill battle, you know? So yeah. And I I totally get it. Fun little fact. I I don't think there's any like, footage of this anywhere but when i went out I, the guy running the music didn't play my music okay i was like okay i'm, I'm out here with no music in front of i was at like a like a convention like an anime convention i think and that's uh, cool there was like 200 like high school kids <laughs> that skipped school to come to this anime <laughs> convention and i'm like what i don't know what they like i'm not a high school kid so i started singing bohemian rhapsody and then soon everybody started singing Bohemian Rhapsody, and I kind of you were walked. seeing it coming down to the ring. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. And then everybody started singing it, 
And I think, uh, man, I, I, I want to find footage of it. But, yeah, everyone started singing Bohemian Rhapsody. My opponent in the ring started singing it. And then once we got to, like, the chorus, I rolled him up and got, like, a one-two, and he kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> but That's that, awesome. Yeah, that was, like, when it started clicking. I'm like, okay, let me let me figure out what – I want to keep Prince Adam, the name, but let me figure this out really fast, you know. That's awesome, dude. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> So I know you've worked as a heel. Have you worked as a babyface? And if you have, which do you like better? I think I've been, I think I've been babyface this past year. Oh, really? I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, and I, I really hate to compare myself to the greatest wrestler of all time, Eddie Guerrero, but it is yeah. like an Eddie thing where it's like, I go out and I be a little, you know, jerk, you know, yeah. a little butthead and people love it <laughs> like yep. and i get cheers and i'm like ah, i don't you know and i i get ruthless and i get angry but they want more out of it <laughs> yeah and it's this weird thing so i think i've been babyface for the past year <laughs> or so but i mean That's i awesome. i i prefer i prefer a heel yeah if we're getting a little behind baseball here um yeah I, I prefer that because it, it's fun and not for nothing. You kind of get to dictate where things go. You know, you're yeah. kind of in control of the crowd. And I, I it sounds really psychotic, but I love that power, you know, of like being, okay, you love me. Well, I'm going to do something and you're going to turn on a dime, you know? That's awesome. And just like, I feel like as a baby face, you don't really have that much freedom. Right. You know? Um, but I mean, I, these past couple shows I was on, they're like, you're tweener, right? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I guess I'm a tweener. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, nowadays fans are so smart that it takes a really special heel to, <sighs> to that fans love to be able to turn like jericho does a really good job in yeah. aew because he always gets the biggest pop of the night mm -hmm. and then he opens his mouth and the crowd immediately starts to boo him yeah and it, i think people don't really understand the difficulty mm -hmm. of being a heel and getting booed because back in the day you were the bad guy you got booed that's the way, that's the way it worked right. exactly man that that nuance but, is lost i just yeah i went back and i watched um the start of the Von Eric Freebird. So it was that match. I think it was the match with Carrie and Ric Flair in the, okay. the cage. I don't know if you ever seen it, but with Michael Hayes as uh, the special guest referee. Okay. And um, like something happened. I forget exactly what happened, but uh, Michael Hayes counted the three on Carrie and uh, you know, Rick got the title and everyone's like, what the heck's going on? And Michael Hayes put hands on a Von Eric. Yeah. Quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then of course, you know, uh, the four horsemen and Dusty. Uh-huh. Riots. You, mm -hmm. you, I don't think you can have that nowadays, man. No. Like you said, the fans are so smart to what we're doing to where, yeah, they'll be like, oh, that's a great performance. I've had people, like, not to get too political, but I've had build that wall chance, you know? Really? I've had that, Yeah. And a part of me like hates it. Cause I'm just like, that's just not what I want. And that's not, yeah. what I, you know, but when I'm packing up and I'm leaving and a fan comes up to me like, Hey, I'm sorry for doing built that wall chant. It was just part of the show. Oh yeah. Like, I'm like, but you're not part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? So like what? I, I would respect you a lot more if you actually felt that way and like hated me. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, you know, you don't get any brownie points for, you know, faking it. You know, I yeah. want to get a genuine reaction out of people. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. What's your finisher? Oh, my finisher right now is Brain Buster. Okay. Um, and a Frog Splash. Okay. That's that's how you beat ACH. That's how I beat ACH. Yeah. Okay. Because hey, I, I could beat uh, him with those. I could beat anybody with those. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Brainbuster and I I watched the match 
and it was you and Vert versus uh, oh my gosh, Roxy and the little the guy that you said was the yeah, same height as you. Yeah, Jay Serious. Yeah, which is really good, by the way. It was a really fun match, <laughs> and uh, I think I saw you do a brainbuster there too. And I'm like, even though you guys lost that match, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I bet that's his finisher. But then you beat ACH with the Frog Splash, so I didn't know if it was because. That was a long match, and a lot of times, you know, 25-minute yeah. matches get a little extra. I usually stack them, you know, okay. um, depending on who I'm wrestling. Um, yeah. Usually, if it's a, you know, a guy that I can work in a 10 minutes, <laughs> right. not to bury anybody, but, you know, I'll hit them with the brain if they're okay with it. And then, uh, yeah. You know, I got other – I'm a big fan of uh, the not finisher, you know? Like right. Like the – and this is kind of it's gonna sound weird, but like I, I take it from like Shawn Michaels versus Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, they had a match on pay per view. I think it was Armageddon, okay. maybe Judgment Day. I don't know, but they're working, they're working, they're working. Eight minutes in, and then he Kennedy hits the ropes, and Shawn finally hits the the sweet chin. He didn't even tease it. He didn't do nothing, you know. Yeah. But he hit it, and then it was over, you know. Yeah. I really try to take that principle with everything. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't hit the brain, but maybe I hit something else that, that makes the crowd go, Ooh, you know what I mean? Right. And that's it. That one, two, three, you don't need to do anything or, you know, and yeah. I, I love, I, I, that's one of my projects right now. I'm trying to like figure that out, <laughs> you know, I gotcha. That's super cool, man. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's ask you a loaded question. Okay. If you could wrestle anybody from any point in wrestling history, I want you to tell me who it would be and why. Ooh, loaded question. <laughs> uh, I could, I mean, we all want to wrestle Eddie. Yep. You know, we all want to do that. We all want to wrestle Ankle. Mm-hmm. We all want to wrestle Taker. Um, yeah. We all want to wrestle everybody that's like that. But if I was to pick anybody, anybody. It'd be Ricky Starks at a, like a WrestleMania or something. You know what I mean? Or okay. If not a WrestleMania, if we're never blessed for that, then it would be Ricky Starks like at an Inspire show or something. You know? He's a talented guy. Man, he, again, and he used to train. When I first started training, um, he used to go to the school sometimes. Uh, he had, I think he had something going on with George where he'd be like, I'll teach the kids Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So, not that I credit him, because I I just feel I would be you know doing a disservice. <laughs> but um, man, he really helped me a lot, you know, and he continues to help me a lot, um, like with ha- wrestling and how you see it and how it's yeah. supposed to be, and you know, I don't want to say I'm under his wing, but he's definitely a friend. And uh, to share again, I had that moment with Albert, you know, already. I feel. Yeah, to have that moment with him would mean so much to me, and and I'll take that over wrestling and Eddie or wrestling, uh, you know, a Malenko any day. You know, I'm just really personal like that. So that is a really awesome answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the first out of this is what the fifteenth or sixteenth one I've done. I can't remember at this point. Um, that is the first time I have gotten a. I want to wrestle my friend answer. Like, <laughs> everyone's like my hero. I want to wrestle yeah. Chris Jericho. I want to wrestle Trish Stratus. I want to wrestle yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage, which are all amazing answers. Yeah. That, that was something special, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's good stuff. That's how it's I really feel, man. It's, you know, it's, it's how I really yeah. feel. So. Now, I'm going to be completely open and honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I've only been back into re- I've been watching wrestling my entire life, and I've always kept up with it. But I've only been really big back into wrestling for about – 18 months now. It was January of last year, okay. so a little over 18 months. Okay. Um, I had no idea who Ricky Starks was. I knew the name, mm-hmm. and I saw this guy coming to the ring wrestling Cody. Yeah. And I was so impressed. I mean, yeah, just man. I can see why you're why you're giving that answer. I'm like, this guy is amazing. I hope he gets yeah. a I hope he gets a contract. And now it appears that he has. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do. You know, not to get too deep or you know tell somebody's story, man. But like, uh, like I said about with the Albert match, like it was a like I view it as like a five year journey and sacrifice yeah. to get there. That match for him 
was like a 10 year journey, you know, yeah. and to earn whatever he earned and he got it, man. And it, not that I was there for all his career. Cause I wasn't, you know what I mean? But I heard stories and he's told me stories of the sacrifices that he had to make, man. And man, just again, to wrestle my friend and then to wrestle somebody who I know loves the business, cares about it and has sacrificed so much. It, Man, it, yeah, we will tear the house down, man. No doubt, no doubt. That's awesome. I hope I see it one day. Yeah, man, me too. And, and selfishly, because I'm an AEW mark, I hope I see it in an AEW ring. Oh man, I got a lot more work to do before I even start <laughs> about AEW, NXT, anything, man. I, I'm never satisfied, but I I recognize that I have a lot of holes in my game that I'm I'm in the lab every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When it's I understand up. that, man. You're working hard. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah. 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 So before we close out, do you have any other cool stories you want to share? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, cool, the cool story. Right. Oh, man. Ah. <laughs> uh, man. I mean, this business is so weird, right? It's like. Yeah. It's, it's the whole journey is a cool story, you know. I, a kid that never left his hometown you know what i mean other than yeah. go back to where his family's from in lubbock texas which isn't really lubbock texas it's slayton texas which is like right a little rinky dink podunk town um i never thought i'd leave texas man and yeah uh, i think early this year yeah it was early this year i went to canada for wrestling really yeah and just I had like two shows there. Me and my buddy Joe DeMero flew out to St. Louis, hooked up with Ethan Price and Cody Lane, got in a car, drove to Winnipeg, Manitoba, wrestled, road trip back down, flew back home. Like I said, man, for a good old Texas boy who never thought he'd leave Texas, man, like it's to see Canada. Yeah. So mind blowing. And I felt like on another planet, you know, because I saw snow. I was like, what's this? What, this is snow, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, but I wish I had cooler stories, but I don't think they're family friendly, you know? So. <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll talk about them when we're, when we're off air. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I know right now, because of this crazy thing that's happening with the world, you're not really wrestling a lot. But when things kick back up, where can we find you? Uh, hopefully on Inspire Pro. Hopefully. Okay. Lucha Brutal, shout out, Rogelio. Yeah. Um, MPX, Dumbass in Dallas, SOAR Championship Wrestling, Dallas. Um, my goal, at least for 2021, when everything hopefully is calmed down, is I want to wrestle at Reality Wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um, and be a mainstay there, show them what I can do. Because I, I see that show as one of the, the big, you know, jewels of Texas wrestling. Um you know, I got I had some stuff in the works coming up, but they just didn't pan out because of the pandemic. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can catch me at uh, AAPW. They're starting to run up shows for their students and stuff. I'm gonna be there as much as I can to help them out, run the show, and hopefully perform on there. So check them out. Yeah. Uh, they have a Twitch and website and stuff. Um, cool. I think that's pretty much it, man. I mean, I don't like I said, I yeah. uh, the pandemic happened and. I've, I've cooled it a little bit, you know, on the I gotcha. bookings. Well, I know obviously we can, uh, we can follow your social media to see where you're going to be. Yep. You mind sharing that with us? Yeah. Uh, so on Facebook, I'm open to anybody. It's Adam Cadillo, C-A-U-D-I-L-L-O. Um, Instagram is Prince Adam official, all one word. Uh, Twitter, Chicano Kaiju, at Chicano mm-hmm. Kaiju. Um, my Tumblr? No, I'm kidding. I'm not getting out. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think that's pretty much all for my social media. But uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I'll place in, in the Facebook comments. I'll make sure to post that uh, Prince Adam ACH match. Oh, and uh, there are there are other awesome matches, like three or four of them that I saw on YouTube. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, man. Good most, stuff. It's so crazy because most of my YouTube matches aren't good. <laughs> <They're probably laughs> They're from like when I was a year in, you know. Like I yeah. Figure it out yet. <laughs> nah, man. Good stuff. Good Thanks. stuff. Well, thank you very much for hanging out with us, dude. Thank you for putting on our very first ever Wrestle Life Radio live concert. It was good stuff. 
<laughs> You're a really good sport, dude. I appreciate it. No Thank problem, you. No problem, man. This was fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wrestle Life Matt for Wrestle Life Radio. You can follow us all on Wrestle Life Radio on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us at Wrestle Life Pod on Twitter. You can follow me at Wrestle Life Matt on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this past hour ish. And remember to hashtag support indie wrestling. Adam, thanks again, man. And we hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day.